Ooh, welcome everyone to the Daily Juice Podcast on the Betting Pros Network. I'm your host, Sean Stacking the Money Green. Give me a follow on Twitter at Sean T. Green. And as always, Juice is being brought to you by BetMGM. Use the promo code Juice and the $10 bet turns into $200 if either team scores a touchdown. Good for college and pro restrictions apply. All right. Two and two overall with the picks. Of course, one of the picks was a round robin money line parlay of the picks. So went two and one on the games. They were two unit plays. Do the math, carry the three up about a unit. Hey, profitable couch football Saturday. I will take it. Ah, we got a fun NFL slate uh, coming up. It's got a bunch of picks for that. But before we do, we got to walk through the recap UCLA. I don't know. I, I live close to the Rose bowl, got sucked into UCLA fever. I talked a bunch of smack on Bo Nix. He came out and you know, Oregon, Oregon beat chip with their own game. I mean, for me, that onside kick uh, that they did to kind of surprise UCLA, that was the game changer. Uh, Once they hit that felt like there was no chance and UCLA's defense, just completely, completely soft. Uh, Obviously didn't hit the round Robin money line because the only team that won outright was Oklahoma state. However, Syracuse, Oh my God. Syracuse so close. And that would have been a nice cash. If the Syracuse money line would have hit because it would have been parlayed with the Oklahoma state money line, uh, Oklahoma state, the plus six and a half cash. Cause obviously they won outright 41, 34 Syracuse plus 14 cashed. Uh, that was never in doubt. And man, they were up what? 21, 10 at half end up losing uh 24, 21, just brutal. I mean, I, I want to uh, bitch and moan about the refs a little bit here. Uh, the, uh, the unnecessary roughness penalties they called, and they didn't call them both ways. It's one thing you're going to call ticky tacky unnecessary roughness calls, but that third and 25, uh, when he was, um, I'm blanking on the backup quarterback that they or uh, that they brought in uh, to replace big stinko there uh, that they called that. It's just like, are you kidding me? That was a game changer. Kept that drive alive, got them points. But ultimately Syracuse really has themselves to blame because they created so many turnovers and they were just like getting nothing off the turnovers, even in the second half. So super, super frustrating. Syracuse was a live dog. They just couldn't get it done. Uh, But again, horseshoes and hand grenades. That's the only time where close matters, but man, still get a decent sweat. So if we're not going to win, at least get a nice juicy sweat there. Hey, you guys don't need to sweat out your uh, chances to win the Brandon Ayuk jersey because it's completely free. All you got to do is go to youtube.com slash betting pros, hit subscribe, comment on this very video. You're automatically entered to win an autographed Brandon Ayuk jersey courtesy of pristine auction. And man, that thing probably skyrocketing in value now that uh, Christian McCaffrey's on the team. Certainly increases their chances of making a little uh, playoff run here. And who knows? Uh, you hit that Ayuk jersey, that'll be pretty sweet. Assuming you're a Niners fan, or even if you're not, he's he's a fun player to uh, toss up in the uh, man cave, get that framed, get it looking sharp. All right, let's get to the NFL slate. Browns at the Ravens. I'm taking the Browns plus six and a half. Uh, bet MGM. Again, all these NFL plays are going to be two units. I just can't trust the Ravens to close out a game, right? Like what, what have we seen from this Ravens team that gives you any confidence they're going to close out a game? 
Mark Andrews is banged up. He missed practice Thursday, which is usually kind of a red flag. Uh, he's going to play obviously, but I can't imagine he's a hundred percent. Even uh, Lamar is dealing with a little bit of a hip issue. That could be a, a problem for the Ravens. Uh, Ravens are actually pretty vulnerable to the rush 24th in rush DVOA. You got Nick Chubb in an ultimate bounce back spot. He had a very disappointing performance um, against the uh, Patriots last week. Didn't get him the ball enough. I think he is, if you're playing DFS, I know he's expensive, but he is going to get in my mind, a ton of touches. Cause Stefanski, if he has any common sense, has to look at that game and go, we need Nick Chubb having the ball. He's our best offensive player. We got to get him going. Uh, Lamar Jackson. He's just not great as a home favorite, uh, home favorite over three and a half points seven and 13 ATS. And you look at these division games. I always look at division games. Cause a lot of times there are strong trends in these division games in this one, the road team between the Ravens and the Browns has covered 16 out of the last 24 games. Also this, uh, Browns game qualifies as a close your eyes special. What is a close your eyes special? That's a great question. Close your eyes special is uh, is a trend we've been on over at the sports gaming podcast for years and years. It's basically where a team underperforms the spread by 21 points the previous week and they're catching points the following week. It is called a close your eyes special. It, basically, it's just that classic thing of like, hey, a team really undervalued. They're getting points. It's a good time to hop on. Even a little it, historically, it floats around sixty percent, uh, maybe a couple percentage points higher if they're a home dog. This isn't the case here, but I still like it. Uh, close your eyes, special so far this season, sitting right there at three and two. So it's a nice sixty percent. Uh, against the spread trend. So give me the Cleveland Browns plus six and a half. Again, underperformed the spread by 21 points as they did against the Patriots, and you're getting points the following week. Coming up next, I got the Colts plus two and a half, minus 105 over on points bets uh, against the Titans. Two unit play. It feels super gross betting on the Indianapolis Colts. I've talked a ton of smack on Matt Ryan. Uh, he's He's pulling it. Somehow, I, I don't know what he's doing. He's he's doing something right. Uh, Colts are getting Jonathan Taylor back. That's obviously huge for their offense and Naheem Hines, who I, I secretly think they should be using more. Uh, and again, going back to some of these division trends, the Colts are eight and two straight up their last ten games in Tennessee. Don't overthink this one. Colts just show up in Tennessee. It's it's a weird matchup quirk, but. Again, you know, it's like the Colts show up in Tennessee. They don't show up in Jacksonville. I don't know why, but you, you sometimes you just don't have to overthink these things. I think the Titans could struggle to throw the ball, uh, especially with no Traylon Burks. You also look at some of the advanced metrics as far as like yards per play. The Titans have really been uh, kind of outperforming. You know, like they're not getting great yards per play, and they're still kind of winning a couple of these games, games they shouldn't have. I mean, yeah, Carson Wentz really threw them the game uh, there uh, against the commanders. And I also really like this uh, trend again, things changed in 2020 with the collective bargaining agreement, as far as the bye week and favorites in particular are really bad coming off the buy underdogs are actually pretty good underdogs since 2020 coming off the buy they're nine and four ATS. If you want to look to the Houston Texans, uh, they qualify for that this week, but on the other side, favorites coming off a buy since 2020, 14 and 24 ATS, aka the Titans. So give me the Indianapolis Colts here. 
Next up, we got the Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm taking the Seahawks plus five and a half. You can get that over at BetMGM, two units. Chargers are horrible against the run. This is actually like an awesome spot for Kenneth Walker. I think he could have a massive game. And you look at the numbers, Geno Smith is actually outplaying Justin Herbert right now. I don't know how sustainable it is. I kind of like what I've seen out of the Seahawks team. I, I think they're kind of frisky. Certainly a little worried uh, about their past defense, but you know they got this rookie Tariq Woolen, uh, four interceptions, two fumble recoveries for the Hawks so far this season. He's playing pretty well. Keenan Allen, true game time decision. It doesn't seem like he's actually going to go. Chargers are going to have to blitz to try and get any pressure, and that's actually what Geno Smith is uh, pretty decent against the blitz. And in general, the the Chargers just struggle to get a pass rush. It's a perfect formula for Geno Smith to have a nice game. Chargers, not good at home. ATS 16 and 24 against the spread in Los Angeles. And then Justin Herbert, also not great as a big favorite, uh, or at least a favorite of more than three. 7 11 against uh, the spread as a favorite of three or more. So give me the Seahawks plus five and a half. Last but not least, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers plus seven and a half at the Dolphins. Get that on Caesars, two units. Uh, Pat Fryermuth is back for the Steelers. I like that. Dolphins secondaries uh, still a little banged up. To me, this is just Mike Tomlin as a dog. I love it. 47 and 27 against the spread as an underdog overall. Dolphins have struggled historically as a team to cover uh, against bad teams to really kind of take care of business. 24 and 42 ATS at home against teams with losing records since 2003. It's a fun little nugget. And to me, I, I know two is coming back and it's like, Hey, two is back. We should be great. Jalen Waddle's a little banged up. I, I just, and I mean, let's be honest Tua really got his bell rung there. Uh, pretty bad. I don't know if he comes back and he's instantly a hundred percent. Like I, I imagine you got to have uh, some second thoughts on some of the hits you're willing to take. So I think that could impact his performance last but not least. It's personal for Brian Flores. Like, by all accounts, Brian Flores didn't like Tua. They really got, uh, you know, really didn't like each other. And basically, the fact that he couldn't figure it out with Tua is why he's no longer a head coach and why he's coaching linebackers up in Pittsburgh. I think he's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder with some inside information on how to take Tua down. I think this is a get up spot for the Steelers defense. Also, revenge game for Minka Fitzpatrick. And if you look at the ref trends as well, this is a game I've highlighted. Uh, you can check out the ref report, uh, Google it. But uh, Scott Novak, uh, he is a big uh, ref when it comes to the away team. So Steelers plus seven and a half is the way to go. Two units on the Steelers, seven and a half. Give me two units on the Seahawks plus five and a half. Get that over at BetMGM. Colts plus two and a half, minus 105 over on points bet. Last but not least, Browns plus six and a half over on BetMGM for two units as well. And of course, while you are over there on BetMGM, use the promo code JUICE. Uh, bet ten dollars, get two hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a touchdown. Good for college and pro. Restrictions apply. Follow us on TikTok at Betting Pros. Follow me on Twitter at Shanti Green. Check out my other podcasts. You guessed it, the Sports Gambling Podcast. You know what to do: subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, don't forget to let it ride.